all kinds of things. The MIT Technical Journal, its last issue, has a news item describing the, uh, uh, about how uh, corporations are becoming wary about using computers with components manufactured in China because apparently it's technically possible to design hardware uh, that will detect everything the computer's doing. But of course, they don't add the next point, which is that if the Chinese can do it, the uh, U.S. can do it much better. So why use computers uh, with hardware from the United States? So pretty soon we'll be using computers in which uh, every keystroke is sent off to Obama's database in Utah. For years, uh, the military and the security system in general has been interested in the idea of trying to develop um, fly-sized drones which can get into your living room or, and uh, see everything that's happening and record everything that's happening. Uh, now the robotics labs have just gotten to the point where they're about ready to develop this technology. It's been hard, but they now seem to have gotten about to that point. So we can expect to see that. And, of course, uh, drones don't just... They were, at first, used for surveillance. Later, they're used for uh, murder. And uh, we can expect that, too. Uh, if uh, there's a suspect, maybe a person with the wrong idea, maybe Fred Hampton, instead of sending the Chicago police in to murder him, maybe murder him with a drone. Uh, we can expect that. Fred Hampton uh, being the uh, Black Panther activist in Chicago who was yeah. murdered in his bed along with another uh, Black Panther, Clark. Mark yeah. Clark, in 1969. And that was a real Gestapo-style assassination, which stayed undercover. Nobody didn't come up in the uh, Nixon hearings, for example. Now, you've noted uh, in response to these um, NSA revelations of uh, snooping jihad as I'm calling it, that uh, there's a kind of generational gap. I can't prove it because I haven't done a study or seen a study, but my impression is that there is a generational gap. The What I sense, at least from discussion and what I read, is that younger people are less offended by it than older people. And I suspect that it's... Uh, part of a cultural shift that's taking place to a, among younger people, particularly to a kind of an exhibitionist culture. So you put everything on your Facebook page. Maybe it's true, maybe it isn't true. You know, What you're doing, what you're wearing, what you're thinking. People make up fake personalities for themselves and then they tell what that person is doing, all kinds of things. But everything has to be exposed. And if everything's exposed, so who cares if the government sees it? You know? Well, do you see this, I mean, this trend toward a surveillance state as um, part of this drift, drift toward totalitarianism, or is that too strong of a term? It's a move in that direction. But there's considerable gap between collecting data whatever the data means, and having a way to use it. Uh, one of the uh, more positive aspects of this, if you want to put it that way, is that the chances are there in, that the authorities 
do not have the competence to make use of the material. I mean, they can make use of it for particular purposes. So if you have this huge database in Utah, which is going to have massive information maybe on everybody sooner or later, if there's some person they want to go after, the next Fred Hampton, let's say, then they can get plenty of information about that person. And it may enable them to control or maybe kill that person. But short of that, it's not clear that they can do very much. We, we saw that in the past. I mean, the FBI, using more, much more primitive means, nevertheless had tons of data about everyone. Uh, you know, we all knew back in the 60s and ever since that every uh, activist organization is probably infiltrated with government spies. You saw that all the time. In fact, people pretty quickly learned uh, that if you want to do anything sensitive, you do it with an affinity group, not even.